Welcome to the Sant Mot Satsang Podcast, a production of Spiritual Awakening Radio. My name is James Bean. The rule about not sharing one's inner experiences in Sant Mot explained, and the wonders of inner space. Generally, the sharing of inner mystical experiences is discouraged in Sant Mat. That would be true in any branch of Sant Mat or Radhaswami. The view is that if people start sharing about their inner mystical experiences, it would add to the atmosphere much contamination, strong beliefs, pressures, and expectations. The idea is to keep one's own inner life pure, without mental baggage about what, quote, should, unquote, or shouldn't be experienced, and for people to not be in competition with one another. After all, one person's experience isn't necessarily identical with someone else's, as we're all quite unique individuals somewhere along the path of inner space, and really just need to focus on our own authentic experience not worrying about the experiences of others. And there's also the issue of possible phantasmagoria being generated by the mind. So the goal of the masters in this path of Santmat mysticism is for initiates to have genuine and spiritual experiences, to focus on their own inner life without the mind getting in the way, conjuring up images, or fake mystical experiences, if you will. And that's the reason why in Sant Mat there is a rule that initiates should not share with others about their own inner experiences. Now, if I get an email or a text saying, do you have inner experiences of light and sound? Does this path of meditation work? You know, does it work for you? I don't say, well, it's all a secret, I can't talk about that. I don't use it as a dodge, but indeed say that, yes, it does work for me. For me, it's just a matter of focusing my attention in meditation. If I do that, according to the techniques that were given at the time of initiation, that indeed it does work. You know, you can reach the third eye center, you can see inner light, you can hear the inner sound, there are inner regions, this is not just some sort of myth or belief system, but an actual experience that can be had in meditation if people will focus. And uh, this path does work for me. So I will say that. I won't say it's all a secret, can't talk about it. But as for the details, I will, of course, not go into my own inner experiences and uh, have a lot of respect for this general rule in Sant Mart that everyone should focus on their own inner life and not really brag if they're having experiences or feel inadequate is the word uh, if they don't measure up to someone else's claims about inner experiences. So it's great, I think, to keep the ego out of it, keep it pure, keep it authentic, and keep it out of the realm of dogma, and expectations and pressures about what should be going on. And one can then focus on being receptive and letting the real inner experiences 
manifest themselves. The Wonders of Inner Space The following reading is from the book The Wonders of Inner Space by Darshan Singh. To travel into inner space, we have to learn how to rise above body consciousness. This human body of ours is the launching pad. Nam or Shab, the sound current or word, is the space vehicle. The Satgu or master is the pilot and guidance system. And love is the special fuel which we need for this inner journey. Given these four essentials, there is no reason why we cannot, within this very lifetime, return to our source, the Creator. This is the timeless message of the mystics. Saints and prophets since time immemorial have been telling us that just as we have worlds and universes outside, we have worlds and universes within. They have spoken of travel into these inner realms and... The scriptures of the great religions contain references to such mystic journeys, the ultimate end of which is the communion of the soul with its creator. For a few hundred years, humanity in the name of science, especially in the West, has ignored this inner reality. But science itself is rediscovering this ancient wisdom, beginning with Dr. Raymond Moody's book Life After Life, medical researchers have recorded the after-death or near-death experiences of many people who had been declared clinically dead but were revived. Through such evidence, doctors are beginning to awaken to the existence of a life after death or of a life before this life. They are becoming aware of an individual consciousness which does not die with the death of the body and which, while it is in the body, and may identify itself with the body, is not of it. It is a consciousness which, in an unexpected crisis, is capable of standing apart from the body, and of seeing and hearing, without the use of bodily organs. This truth is, in fact, the core of the esoteric and religious traditions coming down to us from the most remote times. Such Traditions not only affirm that a human being is a spiritual entity, an entity which survives physical death, but they go on to assert that it is possible for this entity or soul to rise above the body while it is still living and to enter at will the realms which lie beyond the physical world. Travel into outer space may be a new concept for science, but Travel into inner space has been an integral part of mysticism since the dawn of history. If we wish to explore the wonders of inner space, we must experience it ourselves. Our human body is the launching pad for going into inner space. Saints, seers, and scriptures have been telling us that human birth is the only form of life in which we can attain God-realization. The human body is the temple which the Lord has made with his own hands. God does not reside in temples made by human hands. He resides in the temple which he has made himself. 
All saints and scriptures say that human birth is the roof and crown of creation. Because out of the 8.4 million species of life, it is only in the human form that we have the golden opportunity of bringing about the union of our soul with the Creator. The human body, then, is the launching pad for soaring into inner space. For that, we have to invert our attention from the world outside and enter within. Attention, or surat, is the attribute of the soul. At present, our attention is going outwards through our various senses. We have nine apertures, two eyes, two ears, two nostrils, the mouth, and two openings below. Our attention is caught up in sensuous pleasures. Ideally, our soul should be in control of our mind, and our mind should be in control of our senses. God does listen to the cries coming out of the hearts and souls of sincere seekers. He sends down from the highest heaven saints or masters to rescue us from the clutches of worldly desires and entanglements. He enables us to invert our attention from the world outside to the world within and takes us back home through a direct first-hand contact with the Word or Holy Nam. As we have the vehicle of a spaceship to go into outer space, we use the vehicle of the Holy Word or Nam, as it is called, to travel through inner space. Guru Nanak says, Nam brought into being all the worlds and universes. Nam sustains all life and creation. The light of God and the music of the spheres are the primal manifestations of the creative power which brought into existence the inner regions, all the universes, humanity, and all other species of life. Since the beginning of time, it has been God's law that whosoever has attained communion of the soul with the Creator has done so by coming in direct contact with the light of God and the music of the spheres. Since we need the vehicle of nam or word for journeying into inner space, the question arises, how can we board this vehicle? According to Surat Shabd Yoga, the most natural method for doing so is to link our surat, or attention, with the power of nam or word. It is by yoking the surat to the Shabd that we can reunite it with its source. The process of meditation begins when we concentrate at the highest seat of the soul in the body, which is known as the single eye or the third eye. As one's attention is absorbed at the eye center, the darkness which we initially see is dispelled and we directly perceive the light of God. In addition to inner seeing, one begins to hear the word of God, the unstruck shabd or celestial music. This practice is known as bhajan or listening to the sound current. As our consciousness concentrates at the eye focus, we can feel our body going numb. The motor currents which sustain various bodily functions are left untouched, but the sensory currents begin to withdraw upwards. This process of withdrawal 
is similar to that experienced at the time of death. However, mastered under the guidance of an adept, it is free of pain and is quite blissful. The process commences with Simran, or inner seeing, and is greatly speeded up during Bhajan, or inner hearing, when we are concentrating on the inner music. When full bodily transcension is achieved, we behold the inner radiant form of our master. Now one perceives that, unlike any other teacher or friend, the master is always with us and, in a sense, is closer to us than we are to ourselves. Realizing that he is constantly protecting and guiding us, we now consciously place ourselves under his direction and he directly guides us stage by stage through the remainder of our journey and does not rest until we are one with the Creator. A reading from Darshan Singh's book, The Wonders of Inner Space. Some verses of mystic poetry about inner experience, third eye center, inner seeing, inner hearing, soul travel through the inner regions. From the poetry of Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras. This is titled, Awaken to the Resplendent Light Within You. Listen, O swan soul, ascend to your true abode. So says the Master, again and again. You do not pay attention to his words. O oh, finish your sorrows and joys and transmigrations. If the deluded soul were to unite with her source, never again would she be encumbered by body and mind. From the source of the divine ocean, opens a portal to the light. O oh, awaken that resplendent light within you. Some selections from the Shabdavali, mystic hymns of Sant Tulsi Sahib. The ocean of existence is unfathomably vast and without any port of safety. It cannot be crossed. If you meet the Satguru, the boatman, then only will you get across and reach your abode. The world is a net which Maya or illusion has cast for the jiva, the unliberated soul. Says Tulsi that under the sway of greed and attachment, the jiva soul wanders in this transmigratory cycle. Concentrating your surat, the attention faculty of the soul, repeatedly, remain withdrawn towards the region of the eyes, the third eye center, cleansing the mirror, as it were, of the body and mind. Let your surat, or attention, proceed on. If you get the opportunity of looking beyond, you will find the truth. Says Tulsi, 
if you become the dust of the holy feet of saints, you will see refulgence. Whosoever took proper care of his surat and did not have any fear of call, the negative power, the Lord of time and death, his surat ascended and on rushing to Gagan, the mystic inner sky, reached her lord. She met her beloved on repairing to the abode of Agem Parush, the inaccessible being. Says Tulsi, the illusions, delusions, and misery of innumerable lives were thus obliterated. Says Tulsi that he will now tell of the abode, the whereabouts, the seat and region of the Beloved, that the Beloved resides beyond Brahm. The region of Satnam, who is the Beloved, is the imperishable region, an abode of all happiness. Says Tulsi that whoever attains the fourth lok is called a Sant. The fourth lok, that's referring to above realms of mind and matter, where the timeless realm begins, Sat-Lok and above, or in other words, Satch-Khand. This is titled, Soul at the Third Eye Center. It is by concentration of the soul at the third eye center that the veil of illusion can be pierced. The preconditions for such concentration are purity of mind and a keen desire to attain the Supreme Being. Says Tulsi, moment by moment gather thy soul and hold it at the eye center. Cleanse thou the mirror of thy mind and catch the divine melody with thy soul. If thy longing is keen, Thou shalt pierce the veil and attain the quintessence. Indeed, O Tulsi, thou shalt then behold the radiant dust of the lotus feet of the Master. Radiant dust, that's a reference to the light emanating from the radiant form of the inner Master. This is actually a hymn of Shayama, a disciple of Sant Tulsi Sahib. I saw a brilliant flame bursting forth within me, on which I kept my surat, the attention faculty of the soul, fixed. Then, piercing the flame, my surat proceeded onward, and it reached a gateway, as it were, from where could be seen a sky studded all over with suns and moons. By your grace and compassion have I been able to partake of the bliss of higher regions.
and one more mystic poem of Sant Tulsi Sahib, the great saint of Hathras. The master of the masters, the Adi Guru, the founding guru of modern-day Santmat. All lineages trace back and converge with Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras. Focusing your attention within, withdraw the soul from the body. Reverse your direction to ascend to the inner sky. You will witness the brilliance of the sky within. Remain in that divine refulgence and see the expanse of the cosmos. Indeed, O Tulsi, get a glimpse of all the various forms of the denizens of astral regions. Today on the Sant Mat Satsang podcast, an explanation about the rule about not sharing one's inner experiences. An introduction to this mystic path of Sant Mat, this path of the masters, from the book The Wonders of Inner Space by Darshan Singh. And mystic poetry of Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras, giving you some idea of the meditation practice of Surat Shab Yoga, the inner light and sound meditation. There are certain books of Sant Mat which do go into fairly decent descriptions of the inner regions, and you may find reading these particular publications encouraging, motivating, helpful to you on your spiritual journey. And as I say, they do describe the inner regions, the mystic realms that one can experience, one has the potential of experiencing during meditation. There is a book called The Pilgrimage of James, An Odyssey of Inner Space by George Arnsby Jones. That book is now online and can be read for free, downloaded for free. There is the Padavali, the mystic poetry of Maharishi Mehi Paramahans, translated into English, available for free online, and you can download that as well. The Hadiyama, or the esoteric instructions of Swamiji Maharaj about the inner regions. Also, the scenes and spectacles described in Volume 2 of the Sarbachan Radhaswami poetry of Swamiji Maharaj. All of these books are available for free, can be downloaded. I also have the Charts of the Heavens, a page from my e-library, with various Santmat charts, a couple of Gnostic charts as well, but mostly Santmat charts of the inner regions of consciousness. And you can see how everything fits together, fits in together. Chakras, inner regions, third eye center, higher planes, all laid out. Scroll down below for the notes below to access various links to these things. The charts of the heavens, Sarbachan poetry, the esoteric instructions of Swamiji Maharaj, the Padavali of Maharishi Mehi, the mystic verses of Maharishi are very experiential about the inner regions that one encounters during Surat Shab Yoga meditation. The pilgrimage of James, 
And also I've provided a link to several earlier podcasts, the Ascension of the Soul series, parts one through five, about meditation practice, the astral plane, causal plane, mental plane, etheric, and the various regions of Satlok or Satchkan, the higher planes. All of that you'll find in the notes section below. Or you can send me an email. I can send those links to you. Or if there's a particular question you have or a book that you're searching for, feel free to send me an email. My email address is james at spiritualawakeningradio.com. james at spiritualawakeningradio.com. You can also, within the U.S., send me a text message at this number, 508-603-9381, 508-603-9381. Visit my website, spiritualawakeningradio.com. At the website, there are links to various important sites. There's a donate button that's tethered to PayPal. There at the website, there is a link to Blogger, WordPress, the Facebook Santmot page, Santmot at Twitter, Santmot at Tumblr, and other sites where you'll find Santmot profiles for daily spiritual quotes. Links to YouTube, where you'll find a whole archive of many past podcasts of Spiritual Awakening Radio. SpiritualAwakeningRadio.com is the website. Join me again next week at about this same time for another edition of the Sotmot Satsang Podcast, a production of Spiritual Awakening Radio. Mm-hmm.